time to welcome our fabulous panel. It's such a thrill to have them all together on this stage. So please welcome Anne Reid, Derek Jacobi, Sarah Lancashire, Nicola Walker, and the exceptional Sally Wainwright. Sally. Hello. Can I start with you? I'm not crying. There was a light directly in my okay. eye. Just it's not the emotion. Um, You've been busy. It's been a little while since we've had yeah. more Last Tango. Where did you start? When you started writing, did it immediately flow? Did you immediately know what you wanted to do with these characters? Um, God, I can't remember. <laughs> um, uh, I think it's, things like this kind of slowly cook away in your brain, even if you're not consciously aware of it. So um, it's like three years, but I think they never go away. So, um, uh, But we went out for dinner one night, me and Sarah and Nicola. And in January, a year last, no, two years last January, is it? No, it was January last year. Was it? Yeah. I've got no sense of time. Yeah. Um, and it was just hilarious. I was just sitting there listening to them too. And I thought, I've got to write something for them again. And I thought, oh, I'll do this. <laughs> Because it is, it's that, it's that beautiful mix of big events in these people's lives, but the beautiful everyday niggles that we all relate to, the little spats within families. How easy is it to strike that, that tone and get that balance? It's kind of, because we, I'm so in the stride of it now, because I'm now writing for these four extraordinary performances. Um, it's, it's just a joy, it's therapy. It's like, because um, I've been writing other things and uh, that, that, things that are hard. Gentleman Jack's really hard to write because I'm working from a diary, it's very intense. This is just the opposite. I can just do what I want with this. I can make things up and it's, mm. it's just a joy. It's absolute joy. It's just, I, I, it's, it's, I'm writing for the performances and that is so exciting. And Anne, C Celia is a joy. She's a right she? grumpy bugger. <laughs> <laughs> That's my mum. Like me, <laughs> I mean, how pleased were you to step back into her shoes? Oh, gosh, I've been desperate to get <laughs> yes, I kept being rude to you, didn't I, publicly? <laughs> and saying she just won't write anymore, she won't write anymore, until Sally said, you've got to stop saying this, you know. Anyway. Now I'm thrilled, absolutely thrilled. I think we all are, aren't we? Yeah. 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 Do you yeah. sometimes think, I wish you'd just get off your high horse a bit, or are those scenes the most fun to play? I'm not, sorry, About what? Celia, do you sometimes wish, uh, wish you'd get off her high horse a little bit, or do you love that? No, I <laughs> please don't ever make her nice. Because <laughs> <laughs> I love it. You know, if she suddenly turned terribly sweet, no, wouldn't like that. Now, I think that the best... Usually, I've found that you get more laughs if you're unpleasant. <laughs> <laughs> Why do you think she's quite so upset at the thought of Alan getting a job? Oh, darling. He's got, <laughs> he's got to wear a uniform and <laughs> stand behind a till. And, you know, she's a terrible snob, Celia. You know, she has delusions of grandeur. She really does. She doesn't like... She wants to have a husband who works in an office and, you know... <laughs> And, and looks nice and hey. you know. <laughs> <laughs> doesn't wear a uniform. I don't mean doesn't wear a uniform. <laughs> yes, she wants him turned out nicely. I have a nightmare in the morning saying, "Why are you wearing that?" You know. <laughs> and they've always been different politically, but yeah. we're seeing a slight sort of difference again here with the attitudes towards Gillian. And oh, should we be worried for them? Worried for our relationship? Yeah. 
Yes, it's quite interesting because I've said a few times, I think in this series, I was just saying earlier to somebody that in the beginning, I think the clever thing about this series and the thing I love is the fact that we, he fell in love with this pretty girl of 16 uh, and uh, has had, and they didn't get together and has had fantasies about her. You know, maybe we've all got somebody that we met when we were young and we think, oh, what, what it would have been like if I'd married them. And uh, he's just fantasized about, about her off and on. And now, and then he meets her and he marries her and he finds out what she's really doing, <laughs> <laughs> which he didn't know when she was 16. Mm. And it's such a wonderful idea. It's basically a wonderful idea. And I think now, mm -hmm. Then this this episode, I think in the beginning she always had the upper hand because he was still besotted when they first met, mm. and uh, and and now after seven years is not quite so besotted <laughs> with her, and uh, I think that she's the one who who would die if he left her, and I think it used to be you know the relationship has gone like that. I don't know what Sally thinks, but that's what. What I feel from the script is that um, now, you know, she, he, he really, I know she's difficult, but I really think he holds the whip now. And how's that been for you to explain? I have to agree to everything she's said. <laughs> 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 lies. No, I, 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 I think I'm on the turn. Uh, yes, I'm, I think I, I need a little bit of uh, my independence and... Um, I can see flaws in her that I didn't see before, um, and I can make my opinion known at last. It is, it is an effort. It is an effort. I'm on thin ice with her all the time. <laughs> but um, I'm, I am determined to state my case and, and um, be, be my own man. And I think he's, gets, he's getting a little bit bored uh, with, with us. You know, um, we we need we need something to give us a bit of the other. You know, and um, just getting a job, getting out, meeting people um, helps. Um, I, I I stand or sit behind that till in that uh, department store, not knowing what I'm doing. You know, there's all those things that I have to press. Thank God you can't see my hands. I Wait, they haven't seen that yet. They haven't really seen haven't that. Haven't they seen that? Oh, yep. they, <laughs> they know it's coming, though. You're in for a treat. And it looked like the start of a beautiful relationship with Harrison there. That's oh, that's lovely. He's so lovely, that boy. Um, and he's, he's so good. And uh, he is, he's, he's a born actor, actually. His reactions mm. are just really, really there, spot on all the time. He was lovely. Great personality. Um, scene stealer, of course. <laughs> <laughs> Don't act with children or animals. Um, but he's, he's lovely, and that, that relationship is, is, is sweet and, and, and nice. And uh, there's that, mo you know, the moment when I regret that uh, uh, a likely boy in my youth, I didn't... Uh, I feel very sad about that, um, but then you know you make mistakes, and uh, 
But working with that, that lovely boy was, was, was gorgeous, really gorgeous. And of course, Ted is on his way back. We saw him in the trailer. Oh, Ted. <laughs> Why did you want to bring him back, Sally, other than the chance to work with Timothy West again, obviously? Um, it was a great, I, I was trying to think of stories that would um, revolve around Alan for, for this series, because I think Derek gets annoyed with me sometimes for <laughs> writing for stories for other people rather than me. She sidelines me. <laughs> So I was absolutely with me. I was. I'm not. I was absolutely determined to find stories that revolved around Alan, because you know, um, uh, they should. And um, so the the two big stories that we uh, came up with for this series are Ted and Harrison, and it's all to do with Alan. I mean, Alan, in my mind, has always been the centre of sanity in a mad, mad world. You know. Um, this is being recorded. You know. <laughs> Um, but yeah, and um, yeah, Tim. It was nice to bring Tim back. I like writing for Tim. It's lovely. <laughs> and Sarah, when we rejoined Caroline, she could have been in a very different place given what's happened to her and seeing what we've seen her go through, but she looks like she's thriving. Was that? Well, she, yeah, she's pretty much a constant. Um, I think further down the line, we do see um, uh, actually an element of her not coping particularly mm. well, which is unusual for her. Um, and she has a proposition for Julian. Proposition. <laughs> she? Proposition, isn't it? Proposition. Um, basically, she's just saying... That Your mother's can't... looking worried. <laughs> <laughs> I'm listening. Um, <laughs> it's my listening just, face. Um, <laughs> she's just thinking that she's got too many plates to juggle and she's not sure she can do it. Um, but also, she, she's dipping her toe again in the water um, in terms of, of a possible relationship um, with a colleague at work, which, yes. It's glorious to see her scenes with John. He's still so besotted. <laughs> well, oh, I've always no. said uh, Tony, Tony, Tony Gardner. He's gorgeous. He's um, so I don't know whether Tony's here. Is, is, is he Tony, Tony not here? here? I don't think no. so. Okay. He's wonderful. He's so pivotal. He's wonderful. He's so pivotal to the piece. Oh. He's he's an absolute, yeah, brilliant. Yeah, John is a brilliant invention. He's a great, mm. great. But we need him because we all bounce off him. Mm. And, and he's he great. Really, is a truly pivotal character. Do you think Caroline sort of pities him now, John? Or oh no, she's never pities. <laughs> think she pities him. I think she just hates him. <laughs> <laughs> she just loathes him, really. <laughs> He, he never gives up. Just no, no, no. I mean, he is pitiful. He never gives yeah. up. He is, a, he is a pitiful character. Yeah, but Tony does it so, I mean, so Wonderful. utterly brilliantly. Mm -hmm. And he's a joy. I mean, yeah. we, all, we love it. We do love it. We love days him. Yeah, we yeah. really love Tony him. In. I can think of, you know, yeah. you think of... Uh, he, in fact, he did... Sorry, oh, you can't on. say that thing, can you? What? <laughs> that thing that you said to him. What? You know, that one where you swore. <laughs> What? <laughs> I can't. I can't, I, death, I can't hear what when you saying. said that you said you believe. Oh no, I can't say that. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't say that. It's, it's quite brilliant, rude. but they could bleep it out. No, it I said I believed everything that he was, mm. and I said something very rude that he was, and I believed that too. And he said it'll be in his autobiography. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. No, I just think of. You know, actors who would have played that part, a drunken writer, 
and he gets so many colours into that yeah. part, yeah, doesn't he? He's amazing. I mean, he's just Absolutely a, oh, amazing. I can't imagine anyone else. Pardon? No. I can't imagine anyone else doing that. No, not now. No, 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 no. Sorry, I'm as deaf as a post. <laughs> so, and I've got my hearing aid in and I still can't hear. Right. Nicola, another tough time for Gillian. It's, it quite often seems to be a tough time for Gillian, but this is not her fault this time. I oh, mean, I've got woodworm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Why you're all laughing? Uh, a very <laughs> serious issue. Yes, very painful. Uh, I have borrowed an, an extremely large amount of money to expand my flock, and <laughs> as is the way with life, you're going along quite well. I'm actually happier than I've ever been, Gillian, and she and she really is. That we have that brilliant scene where, where uh, I, that's what I liked when I read it. You suddenly have Gillian saying, uh, "Caroline asked, asked her if she ever feels lonely." And Gillian says, no, no, actually, I'm really happy. And she is. Um, but it's just that, you know, that's life, isn't it? The woodworm comes along, <laughs> and that's just that, that extra debt. It's just, she's literally, the water's here with Gillian all the time, and that extra debt just puts the water over her head. And she needs her dad. And it's that, you know, I've still got my son living with me, with his partner and his child, and I'm still relying on my dad. I mean, it's very familiar <laughs> that family is changed really as we as, as as we know it nowadays i mean your children stay with you for a long time and i'm i think Gillian would still quite well i know Gillian would still let her dad to be living with her and so, can i ask you something yeah. did you have anything to do with sheep before this series because <laughs> <laughs> you're so convincing the way you <laughs> She's really love my sheep so much. I so missed my sheep, didn't I? I said to you, can I just please, yeah, please... Yeah, just send some texts. All up, please, <laughs> can I... Sheep. I want to do stuff with my sheep. I just miss <laughs> my sheep. Um, I got to know the sheep really well. They're not actually... They're different sheep, to be fair. They're, oh. not, they're not the sheep that Bill the farmer had before. And you um, can tell them apart, can't I can, you? because the sheep before were Bill's pet sheep, and they're still there. We just couldn't use them in the, in the action, because they're sort of like really like star sheep, Bill's sheep. They're like, <laughs> turning up. Uh, he's got like these six sheep that he's reared by hand. But yeah, so I'm, I'm happy. I've got sheep and, and shotguns, so I think <laughs> that's it, really, isn't it? <laughs> and I think we all enjoyed that showdown with Celia you just couldn't resist could she uh, saying her piece at the dinner table even at her birthday is there more of that to come more of that tension between them um I can't remember <laughs> <laughs> not really no, I, think, I think that's the that's, big that's the big row yes mm. yeah <laughs> <laughs> Sally how much of this did you have in your head when you sat and wrote series one how far ahead were you thinking what arcs were you thinking um, of when you write a first series, you're nervous of thinking beyond because you never know if you're going to get a second series. But um, I think because it's because it is based on what's on my mom and Alec Walker, who she married. Um, I suppose I, you know, it's it's a kind of self-generating thing in many ways, and the characters are, you know, they have taken on a life of their own. Well, not of their own, of the actors who've, you know, brought them to life so beautifully. So, you know, it, it does feel pretty. You know that it could go on and on. Does it still feel like? You're... I, I heard you said um, last tango in Mallorca. Well, oh yeah, <laughs> that's what we're doing next. You wanted to do last tango in San Francisco. <laughs> yes, tell me. <laughs> <laughs> last tango in San Francisco. 
<laughs> Can we make suggestions? <laughs> how, no. how recognizable are they still as your mum and her partner, or if they wandered from that now? No, very much so. Yeah. Really? <laughs> no. No. Yeah. Really? <laughs> I get the feeling your mother's much nicer than Celia. Um. <laughs> no, well, maybe I'm wrong. I never got to meet your mother, did I? I was really sad, sad about that, that I yeah. hadn't met her. Well, I mean, it was, it was originally based on what happened to my mum. She got married again mm. at 75 to this guy. She, my, my, my dad died and my sister put her on Friends Reunited and she got in touch. There were two people from her class. She was, uh, yeah, seven, uh, 73, I think, at this point. And Alec Walker got in touch with her, and they met. And met, they met up and had tea. And it turned out he'd always had a bit of a crush on her at school. And then, um, unlike the story, my mum hadn't had a crush on him. She couldn't quite remember who he was. Yeah. <laughs> um, but then she did fall in love with him, and they, they absolutely fell in love with each other at seventy-five. And it was um, God. It was really uplifting and beautiful mm. and extraordinary. But they were very yeah. different. <laughs> he, he was he was a really genuinely lovely man but um <laughs> and i'm always quite complex <laughs> but that's where good drama comes from complex people absolutely so. and what is it do you think and what is it that you think is resonating with audiences so much because we've all missed it and people have been asking when it's coming back well uh, uh, you know it's a brilliant it's a brilliant script it's I don't, it's very hard to judge when you're doing something, why people love, I think they just, yeah. I think it's filled with comedy and drama and um, they just seem to, to have taken to the, to the family. Um, they I relate to it, don't they? Yeah, they really do all yes, over yeah. the world. And when you make something, you know, you, we don't set out to make bad things, but sometimes <laughs> you would think when you're in something that, you know, it doesn't go anywhere. You think you'd, you'd actually tried to disappoint people with, <laughs> with critics, but we ha we didn't have any idea. We knew this was good, didn't we? We didn't know it was going to go so kind of universal. I mean, I was um, and all over, you know, all over the world in America, in New York, in Tasmania, and. And that's kind of weird and wonderful when mm. people run after you in the street in Port Hobart shouting, it's Celia, hello. <laughs> you know, it's lovely. I don't know why the, actually the answer is, but it's, it's always the script, basically. Yes. It really is. I mean, you can't do anything with a bad script. Um, and so we owe, owe Sally a great Well, I, I think it's the performances. I think people turn it on to watch four amazing performances. Yeah, but if we were talking rubbish. Well, more than four. <laughs> <laughs> I think all the... Yeah, but it also yeah. looks gorgeous, some of those rolling hills. It's stunning. I know. How the sun came out for the first shot. That was a relief, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you all just have an amazing time? Because I know you genuinely get on and it's, it's a great cast. Of course, yeah, we love each other. We do get it, yes. I love yes. these three people. Yeah. We do, we love each other. We have a good time. And the, uh, and, uh, the whole cast, there isn't anybody, actually, who's a, who's a passenger or anything. No. I mean, Josh and Louis, who are wonderful. I mean, and it's, it's, yeah. got it's hard because there's only, because if we have four of us 
sitting mm. up here and the rest of them are all up there yeah, and it's yeah. it's the strange thing it's, who's it's, here it's like a family <laughs> there we oh, are It feels really yeah. like an ensemble piece, to be honest. Mm. Yes, it, it the does. boys. It, it does. absolutely does mm. feel like an ensemble piece. Yes, mm. yes. Um, and they're each and every one of them. Just yeah. Enjoy. Now we've We're got just little, kind of a family. And they're growing up too. Yeah. Aren't they? yeah. Well, that's it. How much do you think is about the fact that it's an intergenerational piece? You know, it's not yeah. just chasing that young crowd. It's it's mm. for everyone. Yes. I mean, I mean, Josh um, came on set and. He, He'd been working with George Clooney in Los Angeles. <laughs> you know, and it was wonderful, wonderful. Yeah. You know, you're quite a big deal as well, Derek. It's great. We could gas for ages, but I think I should probably let the audience ask a few questions. So please put your hand up, don't be shy. Vicky, kick us off. Hey, oh. I'll, I'll project, it's fine. No, no, no. <laughs> It's fine, I think. Okay. Oh, okay. Uh, Victoria Wilson from TV Times. Um, question for Sarah and Nicola. Um, Sarah, you were saying that Caroline maybe struggles a bit to cope this series. Um, do we do, do we find that maybe Gillian is a bit of a tower of strength for her and a shoulder to lean on? Um, well, a, a confidant. Hmm. More really. Yeah, I they're at that phase now. We haven't seen them for a while, have we? But, but it is really clear that they. Yeah. They're 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 really. You know they're very close now. It's, it, they they've become like stepsisters. Yes, they? yeah, they are. So it, it's not it's not really that um, that she feels that she has to lean on on Gillian at all. But she's that they do certainly take each other into. Um, I mean, they know things about each yeah. other that nobody else knows. Yeah. Um, and that relationship has has matured now, and it's it's become quite a close relationship. What was it you called her in the first episode? Low life trailer trap. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We've come a long way. <laughs> um, another question, please. Uh, yes, down here. Hi. Um, good evening. Um, it was a wonderful first episode. I'm very happy to have it back. Um, some of my favorite scenes are the Carol Caroline and Julian talk and drink alcohol scenes. Um, <laughs> I was just wondering how easy are those to film? How many takes does it actually take to film those? And do you just kind of get lost just being yourselves and talking? <laughs> we, we, didn't, we didn't do drunks. We didn't have a drunk scene this time, did we? You have, we've got we've one. Got one. Oh, yeah, You've got one at the end. I've got one. Um, really quick, to be honest, our director, um, Gareth, shoots uh, really quickly, a bit frighteningly quickly. Mm. Um, yeah. Yeah. I think we're all s felt slightly out of practice to begin mm, with, didn't we? Yeah. But um, yeah, so no, so we, it's, we do turn the scenes over very, very quickly. Yeah. Fantastic. Thank you. No. Two or three takes. No, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yes, just, uh, just down here. Thank you. It's a question for Sally. Um, when I was at Anglia Television, and we had a commitment to the network of about two and a half years or three years of, of product. I didn't have a day off for two and a half years. And I just wondered as a writer, 
do you ever have any time for your family or do you ever sleep because you're doing so many things? How, how many, if I may ask, do you work during the day or late at night? And do you have a particular schedule because you're doing other things as well in addition to last time go? I've got into the habit of getting up really early. I tend to get up about five, well, at five o'clock every day. Because um, just because my brain works better then. So if I can do like um, four hours by nine o'clock, that's quite good. Um, wow. Mm. But uh, then the rest of the day is a bit rubbish. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I don't, I'm not very good at taking holidays. Um, I've got I've got onto a bit of a treadmill, roller coaster uh, type situation, um, which isn't always very healthy. Um, but um, uh, yeah, after, I, I did actually take time off over Christmas, which wasn't planned, but um, I, I, I needed to. Uh, but I, yeah, I'm lucky. I'm, I'm lucky that I've got all this work to do, and I'm a workaholic. So if you know, as soon as I stop working, I start to panic. Um, but yeah, yeah, it's it's um, it's 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 pretty unrelenting. But I I, I I love it. Next time you work at five a.m., remember that people gasped when you said that. <laughs> That's a big deal. Uh, another question, please. Yeah, just here. Um, I have a question for Sarah. Um, do you think that Caroline and Celia's relationship has kind of gone past the fact now that obviously Celia refused to come to the wedding, or do you think that will always be kind of an underlying issue with the two of them? Oh, that's kind of a question for Annie, really. Isn't well, we've it? forgotten a bit about that, haven't we? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I've forgotten it. Um, I it know. doesn't come up in this series, does it? No. Mm, no. That was really. dreadful, wasn't it? Mm. Not really. I think I don't know. I don't think leopards change their spots, do they? So I don't think I don't think Celia's ever going to compromise about um, Caroline being gay. I think she's just. Oh no, I don't think she is. No, there you go. There's your answer. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I, I mean I have to live. With, she has to live with it. Celia has to live with it, but she, but uh, she, she doesn't like it. No, no, she'd like to stay married and, you know, make normal, respectable life as she looks at it, yeah. Shocking. She's got to live with it. It's so shocking. <laughs> yeah. yeah. She's with it. No, but I love it. I love yeah. playing that. It's yeah. great. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I hope it continues that way, because <laughs> yeah. that's more fun to play. Fantastic. Thank you. We, I love the relationship we have. Yes, I love, we adore, we we adore it. our relationship. We love it, we but we love fun. each other. And, and yes. I'll tell you something, Caroline and um, uh, Sarah and I talked about very early on. I said, did your mother used to kiss you on the lips? And she said, yes. And I said, my mum did too. So no matter how much we row, we always, if we, when we say goodbye, we all, because it's a northern thing, I think, isn't mm. it? We always kiss each other on the lips. We say foul things to each other, yes. <laughs> vow never to see each other again yeah. and kiss each other on the lips, you know? <laughs> I love that. Mm. Yeah, Me too. I love that. Lovely. A couple more questions? Yes. And then I'll go over there. The mic's just coming. Um, Sally, you, you did a brave thing in that you, uh, you created a happy lesbian couple and then you killed one of them off, <laughs> which, was, um, which was a big, big thing at the time. 
with hindsight, was that the right thing to do in this official year of hindsight? Do you look back? Obviously, it's great for the characters, but was that the right thing? Um, it was a it was a big storyline, and it was precisely about what we've just been talking about. In fact, um, where Celia hadn't gone to the wedding, and then this huge thing happened. And then Celia was extraordinarily supportive to Caroline after it happened. And I felt it did actually alter the relationship between them. It did move yeah, their relationship yeah. on. That, Carol, that Celia, um, it, it was a bit of a wake-up call for Celia, that she could see how much mm. Caroline was suffering as a result of that. Um, when when um, I did that storyline, I genuinely didn't know that it was a thing that gay female characters uh, persistently got killed off. I really didn't know that. <laughs> I honestly did not know that was a problem. For us, it was just a very poignant storyline. Mm. And anyway, I've, got, I've given you Anne Liston now, so. <laughs> <laughs> yes, Sally. <laughs> Who is amazing, so thank you. I think there was a question yeah. up there, lady yeah. with a hand up there. Yeah. Hi, yeah. Um, this one's actually for for Sally. So everyone thought that you weren't going. That's why I'm here. Sorry, <laughs> um, can you speak up? Is it for me? No, no. it's for no. <laughs> <laughs> This one is for Sally. Um, basically, no one thought you were going to make another series. So oh. firstly, why did you decide to make another series? Oh. And can we expect another one? Yeah. <laughs> 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 no, there will be. I hope so. I mean, I'd I'd like to write this show till the cows come home. Can you it's, it's give us any teasers um, for how this series ends? Do <laughs> <laughs> you want some spoilers? Yeah. <laughs> Don't do it. Don't do it. No. <laughs> Let's go to the yeah. question up here. Yeah. Hi, I was interested to ask the actors if there were any character traits that they personally strongly connected to or resonated with? Oh. <laughs> yeah, I can't fix my truck. My <laughs> <laughs> <In> life. <Okay. laughs> um. <laughs> I can't. No, it's, I mean, that's a brilliant thing about acting. I don't know anything about sheep. I'm not from the north. I don't have a tractor or a, or a truck um, uh, and now I know loads about sheep and I reckon that I could fix an old style landy not anything be, anything that comes after 1992 I, you're on your own mm. but I reckon I could do a good job pre-92 the, the, the question was that's um, how are, there that's, any, are there any traits that traits, resonate from traits. your character to you yeah Sarah, is, is there any of Alan? <laughs> uh, I, I think for me, um, the, the one thing that uh, I loved uh, playing Alan was the surprise and delight that I was actually cast as Alan <laughs> because I have a reputation as a sort of classical, costumed, uh, posh, Shakespearean, well-spoken <laughs> uh, actor. And for somebody to actually see that underneath all of that, 
I'm a good East London boy, and I'm as common as muck. <laughs> and to cast me as an ordinary person, an ordinary Joe, uh, I related to that 250%, because it's way from left field for me. And somebody had the vision to say, what about Derek? Um, forgetting all the classics, all the Shakespeare, all of that. Um, that for me, that I identified with that. Yeah. Very briefly, Sarah, any of Caroline, can you? Well, I suppose the weirdest thing is that Annie has known me for a very long time. Um, I think Annie's known me from being what age? About 12. She had a long blonde ponytail. <laughs> a bit. Um, and so playing Annie's daughter is very, very easy because we have a relationship anyway. Um, but uh, see, the funny thing is why I, why I laughed really when, when the question came up is that when we're doing this, we do actually accuse each other all the time of saying, God, you're just turning into your character. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's clearly sort of happening by osmosis, I don't know. Um, but yeah, I mean, I suppose I do identify, I did identify or do identify with Carolina. I just understand her world, I suppose, um, very much so. I don't know why. Um, and clearly that's probably why, I don't know, I was cast, I don't know, I can't tell. And there can be none of Celia in you, Anne. Not so whatsoever. This is going to sound really daft, right? But as you get older, you'd never get parts where you fall in love with anybody. And I loved falling in love oh. with Alan. Oh. Well, that is a gorgeous place to leave it. But can I just say thank you so much to all of you for being here. It's been an absolute delight. Thank you very much. Thanks for joining us. And remember, you can listen to previous BAFTA sessions and podcasts at guru.bafta.org.